first night here, and this girl right here, who knows what she knows, so I'm going through a phone, if she go to the bathroom and her purse right there, I don't trust these hoes at all, but that's just a result of me paying attention to all these women that think like men with the same intentions, talking strippers and models to try to gain attention, even a couple porn stars that I'm ashamed to mention, but we see a son of my only role models, half of Jordan, my only role models. Why I walk around with all this gold on And every time I run into these niggas They want no problems Bottom sixes and chains And some braces and rings All of the little accents that make me What's good, what's good, what's good, man It's March 9th, 2018 What time is it? 12.07, man I got an early start today It's, it's, it's a smooth day at the gig Another episode, man Another day, another dollar My two cents your boy Ill Will Will Marshall, man. I took a break yesterday. I was tired of shit. Like I was very, I was tired, like, like tired of the prior night before Wednesday. I was up to like three, four in the morning, and then I had to wake up at five, and I, I was like a fucking zombie. Like I had like a whole show like laid out, but I was just like, I was like, I was fucked up. Like I was, like it was no energy behind it. I was, I was just like, fuck this shit. So I just, I took a break yesterday. Hopefully everybody decent. Everybody having a um. Had a decent week. Going plan on having a decent weekend, but man, I'm just listening to that lower nose, man. Drake, that that uh, take care album was probably Drake best shit. I don't think he ever gonna be able to top that shit. You know, I don't know, like maybe it's because of what you know. Um, who who was behind that album? Was it the weekend? Yeah, I don't know how him and the weekend relationship is, but I think he need to link back up with the weekend so they can formulate another classic like that, man. That's the Drake I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? The Drake back in those, what, what year was that? 2014? 2013 or some shit? Yeah, that was a classic, man. But yeah, hopefully everybody had a decent week. Um, Hopefully everybody got some shit planned for the weekend. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I think I want to go kick it or something. I want to go out. Like what 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 what, what homie saying the motherfucking um, paid for? I want to be around some love. See, I ain't got like, I'm 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 gonna be keep it real. I'm out of touch with the night scene. Like I've been really like put put the fuck up. Like I don't really like I don't go out like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I've been doing this full time father shit, you know. So like I'm I'm honestly feeling like I I want to be around some love, man. Like I, I want to see some some. I, I can't talk how I want to talk, me. That's, and that's fucked up. And I'm like they got a gag going on me on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Like I, I want to be around some 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 people. I mean, you you in a relationship, man? Like that shit could get rough. You know what I'm saying? Because for especially for me at least, it's like because whenever I go out, it's an issue. You know what I'm saying? I give people they they freedom, but whenever I touch down somewhere, want to go, you know what I'm saying? Mingle amongst other people. You know it's a problem, but it is what it is, man. What's up? What's what's cracking this weekend? I want to go to like I want to see some ass and some. Teddy's. <laughs> I'm being real managed early. Like, I would ask for drinks, man. Listen to some music. Talk to some some females. Not even on no hot shit. I just want to mingle, man. I want to talk to other people. Feel you know, embrace some other energy, me. What up? Somebody link up with me, man. Hit me up, man. I, I, I want to kick it. Real talk. But yeah, hopefully everybody got something planned this weekend. I might have to call one of my old friends or some shit. You know, call one of the guys. Like, man, what's good, man? Shit, I'm like, seriously, I need to get out. Like, it's, it's fucked up. Like, I'm like, I really need to get out more. Like, real talk. But I'm, I've been so consumed with work and being a father and 
all this other crazy shit that go on with, with, with life, man, you you, you kind of lose touch with that shit. This shit don't be a priority, but it is needed. I think everybody that, that, that work and, you know, parent, they need to have that time where they, you know, can just chill out, man. Go to a bar, have some drinks, listen to some music, talk to some some different people, just have a good time. I think that's important, man. So anybody going out this weekend, big ups to y'all. I want to go out, but you know how that go. Um, I'm, I'm going to get right to it, though. You know, uh, Chance, was, he did an interview, I think, with Complex. I'm not sure. But uh, they, they asked him about the CPS situation because I, I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, CPS plan on closing four schools um, on the south side area. And I'm believing it, it, it's rumored that they close the uh, five high schools over there in the Inglewood area, which I think is garbage because how do you take – I see if you took three, but you take four high schools within that area for kids – like where they where they supposed to go now? Like if, if kids need to, let's say they have to go to high, they have to go to school, and then after school they have to pick up their brother and sister from the local grammar school in that area. Now you've put a big dent in these families' uh, schedule because now they can't go to the local high school. They got to travel across town, and I think that that's unfortunate and unfair for the students. Um, but but this is what Chance had to say about it. He said, uh, "I kinda." Went hard for CPS for a long time. Uh, they said working with the staff and the students brought me closer to, to them both. Um, and from there, I learned the difference between staff, students, parents, ETC, etc. And CPS, basically the business. Now, I don't know if for all my listeners, um, my anchor listeners from throughout the app, if you don't follow me on Facebook and more than likely you don't. I left a status last year, ironically around this time, about Chance the Rapper donating a million dollars to the Chicago Public School Foundation. Um, everybody gave him a lot of acclimates, you know, about the donation. I didn't have a problem with the donation, but being that I'm close, I work with this in the CPS network, I know that there is no, that that money would not make a difference for a a, 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 a a school board that's millions in debt. Um, the Chicago Public School Foundation, I don't know, like, do your research on that. That, I can't, I got, <laughs> it's not sufficient for those funds to go there instead of going to the actual schools. And, um, and basically, he really reiterated what I'm saying, what I said in the, in the beginning that, you know, as, as good as a gesture that it was, it, it really made no real big impact. You know what I'm saying? I would have wished that he kept that million dollars and took that million dollars and built a community center with that million dollars within the South Side to let kids go to night school, help kids get their GED or, or something like that. Not it's like, you know, the neighborhood crook and you donate money to the crook. Like, like I, I don't I find that. I don't know. But that's why I said it was a publicity stunt. And that's why I was so passionate in, in the shit that I was saying last year when I was saying that, you know, Chance didn't technically donate the money to CPS, which I still don't believe. I believe that money came from a private vendor. And also that that money is, would not help the betterment of the uh, of Chicago public schools. I have yet to see where this money has went and what positive um things were uh bought with this with that million dollars i've yet to see it um i know that i heard that he donated ten thousand dollars to certain schools to different schools and things like that but 
if you knew the how much each kid was worth to CPS, that ten dollar that ten thousand is like a smack in the face. You know, it's hard to uh, divide ten thousand between uh, six hundred, oh, yeah, six hundred some odd kids in some in some cases. So, but I'm not taking nothing away from Chance. This is the exact. This was my whole point that you know there is there's teachers, students, parents in the community, and then there's CPS. There's, there's two totally different entities, and um, and I just felt like that money could have been donated elsewhere, but. I, who am I to say that? I'm not taking away from what Chance did, but, you know, it, it just goes to show. Yeah, and now he sees it. You know what I'm saying? He can't, technically, he, he can't really say nothing negative. So, you know, I just found that ironic that he said that. Um, Derek Rose, B, he got a, he finally got a home. He back with the T-Wolves. Now, he ain't going to win no championships with with, with, uh, with the T-Wolves. I'm just glad he back with Thibodeau. He back with Taj. He ain't played last night. But uh, I'm just happy to get the place. We can keep getting that Adidas contract. I don't ever want to see a nigga stop getting money. I want to see niggas get paid. So salute to Derrick Rose, man. Um, Ted Cruz, <laughs> AB, Ted Cruz, um, he, he got a sexual assault claim against uh, Adam Vinit, Vinite, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, it, but it, pretty much Ted Cruz say that, you know, um, at, at some event in 2016, Adam Vinit, uh, squeeze his genitals, squeeze Cruz's genitals at an event, and at that point, I mean, Ted Cruz is a big dude. Like nigga, why you just ain't knock this nigga out? You just squeeze your balls, b. Like that. I mean, like, come on. Like and that's something that I wouldn't like. And then you hear this: the, the claim got denied. Like it got declined. Like they ain't even honored. So now he just out here putting himself out. Like everybody know how your big ass got your balls grabbed by 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 Adam Vanit. The fuck you let somebody named Adam Vanique grab your balls, B, and you ain't smacked the shit out of him. Like, nah, like, that's crazy. Ted Cruz, you a big dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have knocked his ass out. Nothing up. Like, they ain't. I hope Ted Cruz found justice for getting his balls grabbed, because that's inappropriate. No man should grab another man's balls. Like, like that's just, that's fucked up, man. And Adam, you, 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 man, bro. Like, what you want, B? And that's just, like, I, I find it crazy. Because this is like the the, uh, the underworld of, of, the, of, the, of Hollywood. Like, this shit always, like, this the weird shit that go on. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe that's why Ted Cruz ain't punching because he probably would have lost a certain job, a gig that he had going on. I'm not sure. But it's, it's, it's fucked up and disturbing to hear that this is the type of shit that go on in Hollywood. So hopefully Ted Cruz get justice. But, man, I would have said, fuck this Hollywood shit. I, I, I would have had to knock his ass out and go take my ass to Africa and just say, fuck this shit. Been on my most deaf shit, my Dave Chappelle shit. Say fuck this shit, I'm out. But yeah, man. Hopefully Terry Crews get this shit um settled. Did y'all see? Have y'all? I, I seen a picture of genuine daughter. Like, and um, I'm gonna make sure I'm accurate on this because I I don't, don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to like, uh, like say like um like say the wrong thing. Like I don't want it to be like a picture of a trainee or some shit. Like like it was like a trick, you know what I'm saying? I, I really want to see if this was genuine's daughter before I make this statement, because <laughs> it could be a trick. You know how it, you you know how it be, man. When you go on the internet and then they post these pictures and shit, and it end up being a motherfucking uh, a, a damn dude or some weird shit, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking this shit up, man.
Oh, yeah, that's his daughter. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I got the actual picture. Okay, it's official. Um, His daughter found the shit. <laughs> like, I, she look good. And that's all. I, hey, when I see a fine woman, I'm going to give her props. And genuine daughter, your genuine man, bro, you got a nice man. She's nice. She's nice. Him and Soleil really created a nice special, a nice woman. And that needless to say, she is gorgeous. So, hey man, big ups to uh, genuine daughter. I fuck genuine daughter to genuine music. Like she's bad. She's nice. Um, I seen some pictures of Juju, uh, Cam X. He broke up with her because he said that it wasn't fun no more. She was on some insecure shit. Now, I'm going to keep it real. When females, when y'all get insecure, it's a real... I don't care how cute you is. It's a turnoff. Like, being needy is a turnoff. Being possessive is a turnoff. Being controlling is a turnoff. And being fucking insecure it has to be the biggest turnoff. Especially if men know you ain't cheating on you. Like, that's a turnoff. Like, and I don't care how bad you is... Like, asking hella questions for no damn reason. Like, that's a turnoff. And so, like, I can understand where Cam coming from when he said it wasn't. It probably, she probably was, like, on some real pest, pessimistic shit. Like, really on some, like, pesterizing shit. Like, asking hella questions and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was just probably like, fuck this shit. Like, it, it's all about a peace of mind. I don't care how fine a woman is, B. If you ain't got a peace of mind, then it's, 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 it's going to be hard for you to deal with that woman. But... As far as the pictures that I've seen of Juju lately, I've always been fond of Juju. If y'all don't, if y'all ain't been listening to the to the Pride podcast, I love chocolate women, man. And uh, Juju is 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 the prototype of the chocolate woman, man. She she looked good, and, and and from these pictures, I wish I can't wait till I go visual so I can show these pictures. But man, she been looking pretty decent lately. A lot of people be giving her slack for her outfits, but I'm just talking about the physique and face. Like she she right there. Um. Yeah. She she looked nice and and I'm just saying like as far as the cam situation go I can't not cam because I'm I'm not there to basically um, assess the shit you know what I'm saying like everybody got their own flaws in their relationship so shit I believe that she was on some real insecure jealous shit and and shit just wasn't fun no more like it, it, and it could happen be like that jealous shit is is like the wackest shit. Like and being insecure and jealous can't cause somebody to cheat on your ass. Like if you constantly accusing a motherfucker that's not cheating on you, that you're cheating on them, and you punishing them for some shit that they didn't do, eventually they not gonna get what they need from you, and they're gonna cheat on your ass, right? Like yeah, like that's how that go. Eventually, if you constantly accuse somebody like of some crazy shit, then they fuck around and do the shit or leave your crazy ass. Like stop being insecure, stop fucking accusing people of shit. Shit ain't cool. Men and women alike. Don't do it. You know, if you got a good woman or man, like, treat them right. They gonna fuck up. Ain't nobody perfect. But, man, get them, get them that respect, man. Don't don't be accusing them of shit, B. If you, got, if you feel like you can't trust them, leave them alone. Nobody wants to go through that. Um, NBA young boy, he facing 10 years, yo. 10 years uh, for domestic violence charges and kidnapping, man. The judge say he's a threat to society. I seen the video... Or what he did to his girl. And I'm going to say this. That, that shit wasn't cool. Like, she was defenseless. Like, if I ever put my hands on a woman, they was biting me and, like, smacking and scratching and throwing pots and shit and punching me in my face. Like, like, nigga, like that's the only time I've ever had to, like, refrain a woman 
or put my hands on a woman. And I'm not proud of this shit. And I'm not saying that I beat women. That's not what I'm saying. But I do sometimes gotta, you know, put a motherfucker in a in a, in, in a refrain hole. Like, you know, you gotta bear hug a motherfucker or some shit. Hold him, like, you know, restrain him. Refrain him because shit, I ain't finna be walking around looking like I got into a fight with, with Tina Turner or some shit with bobcat scratches on my face and kicking me in my nuts and biting my thighs and shit. I can't, I can't walk around like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Real shit. But the shit that, that NBA Youngboy was on, that shit was that shit was garbage. You just throwing that chick around like a rag, dog. Like I'll never like overpower a woman like that. That's some real coward shit. Like I I don't even respect dude no more. Like I I never really was like fucking with his music like that. But it just like that shit wasn't cool, man. So yeah, he facing ten, man. I don't I don't wish death a, a, a jail on nobody. So man, I ain't even gonna comment on that. That shit fucked up. I ain't got nothing to say about it. Um, they say Richard Sherman. I'm, I'm going all, I'm all over the place today. We all over the place. It's Friday. I don't get no fuck. Ain't no order. I'm going from sports to fucking hip hop, back to sport, whatever. Richard Sherman, man, he's set to be released. The uh, Seahawks, they, I guess they clean the house on their defense, and they set to be released, releasing um, Richard Sherman. I honestly feel like the two best teams for Richard Sherman to go to would be, um, I, I would say. The Patriots, um, the Patriots, the Cowboys, <sighs> this is that or San Francisco, and I'm like, hey, why the fuck he say San Francisco? I don't know. I just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just threw that out there. But my two my two big ones is uh I know San Francisco gonna have a lot of money to pay him. But my two big ones is, is is the Cowboys and um and uh what's that fucking team and and and, and the Patriots. Simply because the Patriots always go after like the veteran second tier as uh cornerback and when he at like his in his last you know steps of a of his career, you know what I'm saying? They they normally go out them and get the best out of them. So I see them going to the Patriots. But I've been saying this about the Cowboys for a long time. If they can get their shit together, they are a Super Bowl caliber team. They got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Their defense is like, you know what I'm saying, hit or miss. You know, but it's solid. And I feel like they could make some noise and make it to the playoffs. It's all about Zeke, though. You know, Zeke got to get his shit together. He got to... State state plan can't begin suspending this shit. And I think that they jagged him when he when they suspended him last year. But yeah, I think the Cowboys got a good shot of winning the Super Bowl within the next two three years. You know, um, but yeah, man. Hopefully Richard Sherman will end up uh, with the Patriots or the Cowboys. That's my prediction. Um, moving on, Michael Smith. If y'all know who Michael Smith is, he's a, a sports analyst for um for ESPN. He said to leave uh Sports Center 6. That's a uh like a, a spin-off show of uh a sports center. Um he's he's leaving after turmoil with uh with the producers, with the departure of his co-host uh Jamel Hill. Um Mike drops uh expletives while criticizing ESPN on the uh podcast that he did sometime last week or so. And his last show basically is today. Um, he's still under contract for multiple years. Him and Jamil are still under contract. And it's just fucked up that they just started this Sports Center 6 show 
what, uh, 12 months ago, a year ago, and now they just, I guarantee you the next two hosts, I don't want to say they're going to be white, but who knows. But I'm, this this really is alarming to me because me personally, they said that Jamel Hill stepped down after her comments and, and she uh, wanted to work for Undefeated. And Undefeated is basically just being a journalist. Me personally, I don't think Jamel wanted to step down from the show. I think she enjoyed doing that show. I don't think you make comments that she made about the president on that platform and not want to do that show. If she really uh, did, I, I don't know. I just think that she felt the ESPN would have had her back a little bit. I think she got a little too comfortable. And I believe the ESPN told her that she, hey, it's over with. And I believe that Michael Smith was like, damn, that's fucked up. Because if I, let's look, check this out. If one of my, if I'm, if I get a deal, right? And my man's with me. We both get a deal. And, and, and like, he do some shit that the, the label don't fuck with. But the label like, okay, you can still do your show. But my man's like, you know what? I don't want to do the show no more. Or I don't want to do this no more. I'm going I'm to go over here and do that. Me, I'm not going to be upset with my man. So I'm not going to be upset with the, the label or the, whatever the situation may be who's in charge of that. Because my man chose to dip. But if they get rid of my man on some slick shit and try to cover it up... Then that's when some turmoil and animosity and shit like that and turmoil starts to build up. And that's what I believe happened. I'm kind of shocked on how quiet Stephen A. Smith is about this. You know what I'm saying? And, and why other black anchors have not said anything on, on about this situation. I think everybody's real quiet protecting that, that ESPN check. Which I don't I can't blame them because I can't tell nobody how to feed their family. But I honestly believe that all the black uh, sports anchors at at uh at ESPN, I believe that they should really boycott. They should boy. I believe that ESPN right now is sweeping this shit under the rug. They sweeping something under the rug. There's, there's more pieces to the story that we don't know. This is you know Hollywood. We don't, what we fail to realize with Hollywood is that they they can spin off and tell us whatever the fuck they want to tell us because we're on the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? Only they had an inside scoop. You know what I'm saying? If we really knew the truth that took place behind the scenes, like man. It'll be, it'll be, we'll be shocked. But I believe that the black anchors at ESPN should boycott. Or maybe not. I don't, maybe not. But I believe that, that, that this Jamil Hill thing, they, I think that ESPN made it, oh, we're going to say that she stepped down. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just believe that there's more to it. I believe that something, the shit going to hit the fan and maybe Jamil quit say, you know, fuck the money. I, I'm done. I'm done with ESPN. I'll write out my contract unemployed. I'm, I'm not going to do this no more. And then we'll get the truth. And I, I'm going to say this. I think all niggas at ESPN right now pressed. Like, everybody pressed. I think at, at some point, it's just going to be nothing but athletes at ESPN. And I believe that... Uh, I believe... I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I believe that Fox is going to take over sports. Because they are already taking over with Skip and Shannon. With Shannon Sharp with the uh, undefeated shit. I watch that more than I watch uh, First Take. You know what I'm saying? So, I believe... And then, if you check out Fox, like, they took... They they pretty much picked up everybody ESPN dropped. And so I honestly see Jamil Hill and, and Michael Smith possibly joining Fox in the near future. I, I even see Steve. I believe that Fox gonna take over, B. Fox gonna take over. Cause cause ESPN, y'all on some real uh, y'all on some racist shit, man. Y'all on some racist shit. I'm I'm don't you know how niggas be get a job and some shit fucked up happen at the job, they they like, man, I need another fucking job. You know what I'm saying? I believe that that's what niggas is doing at ESPN. They be, I can't wait till tomorrow. They be on Fox.com looking at the career section trying to find another, <laughs> trying to see when they hire man. 
But I believe that if Fox can make some adjustments and add more sports content, like they need like a sports center type show, like they'll they'll be able to take over that shit, man. But yeah, salute to Jamil and salute to Michael Smith for sticking by his co-host. Because yeah, that shit was fucked up. It was fucked up. Hopefully they could get that together. Um back to music. I li- I I checked out XX Triple X. Oh, that's all I'm gonna call him. Triple X Tintoshion. I think that's his name. I checked out his he had a single out. And he had another little song out too, but I ain't hear that. It was called Sad. And this is my first Triple X Tintoshion song I ever listened to in my life. But it had to be like the happiest, saddest shit ever. That did have to be the happiest, saddest song I've ever heard in my life. Like, like it's another nigga that be kidnapping bitches and and, and and putting them in trunks and shit, like and beating bitches up. So I don't really fuck with that shit. But you know what I'm saying? The song was the beat was nice, but he was just like singing on some weird shit. Like, sure they got me suicidal. Could have made you bridal. I'm like, I don't wanna hear that shit. Like, what you talking about? Ain't no bitch making no nigga suicidal, nigga. Like, shut that sad shit up. But I guess. Like, I don't want, the, like, the young kids to be listening to these weirdos trying to, like, and getting depressed and shit. Like, make some upbeat music. Like, that's why I fuck with, uh, with Yachty and, and, and Uzi. Other than that, uh, all my friends are dead shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, keep it up. Like, keep it up tempo and, like, make some happy shit if you're gonna make that weird shit. Don't be making no depressing ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit waggy. Talking about being suicidal and all these... I don't know, man. That shit whack to me. It's whack. Um, LeBron, his list. I see, I told y'all I'm all over the place, goddammit. I'm all over the place today. I'm all over the place. Bear with me. Now I'm back to sports. you damn right. LeBron list <laughs> of free agency, the teams that he's willing to go to, is narrowed to four teams. The Cavs, the Lakers, and the motherfucking... The Cavs, Lakers, Rockets, and the 76. I'm cursing for no reason. Um, I'll, like, this is the thing I don't like about LeBron. He always he do this every time it's time for him to be a free agent. Like he, like he it's like he loved his drama. It's, and I believe that this is why his teams struggle the way that they struggle because he don't like he's not locked in. And if I was LeBron and this was me, I would it, it just we're not focused on free agency. We'll focus on free agency in June. Our only goal right now is winning a championship. That's my answer. That's what my camp is saying. LeBron's only focus is winning the championship. We're not thinking about free agency. Our only concern is winning the championship. That'd be the motto. And I would sit my team down and all my advisors and my agent. And that is what I want ESPN to know. That's what I want Fox to know. I don't want to talk about free agency until June. My only focus right now is winning the championship. Like, you need to really... Like, you never heard Michael Jordan have a list of teams that he's willing to go to. He was always, and like we never really, like it was times when Mike almost got traded to the Clippers, times when Mike almost got traded to New York. Like, but we never heard about these things. These things were internal because Mike was a secretive dude. And I think that Kobe need to like take some of that with him. You know what I'm saying? Like like LeBron, did I say Kobe? Oh, if I said Kobe, I meant to say LeBron. LeBron need to take take some of that with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needs to be more secretive when it comes to this free agent shit because it's, like, I feel like he's doing his team a disservice. Like how you expect for these niggas to ride out with you every day when um when you when you basically got a list out of the teams you want to go to. 
I honestly don't see the the best team that he could go to that makes any type of sense is the Rockets. He go to Houston, he can win a championship. But it depends on could Houston keep Eric Gordon? Would they be able to keep Capella? Would they be able to keep Metal Butte? Would they be able to keep the pieces? Would they be able to keep Orion Anderson out? If they could keep every piece and get him and, and get a LeBron inserted in there, oh, they a championship contender. But if they got to give up a Ryan Anderson and give up a Capella, give up a, a, a Eric Gordon and, and guys like that, then now you, your bench is depleted and now you just you run it with three guys. And you, Chris Paul, on, I want to say he on his last leg, but Chris Paul getting up there. Shit, Bron getting up there. So now you bet pretty much banking on Harden. And I, and I want to know how Harden feels. About, how, how will Harden feel about a LeBron coming over there? Because you already, like, Chris Paul is a ball-dominant guy. We already know Harden is a ball-dominant. and LeBron needs the ball in his hand to do anything. So how would that work? Now, I believe that LeBron could work well with both of those guys because, you know, because they could score on their own. Well, Chris Paul can't really score on them. He can. But I don't know how well that'll work. His best option is to stay in Cleveland at this point. They got the number one pick. Well, hopefully, well, they they got that lottery pick from Brooklyn. So, I I think his best bet is to stay in Cleveland, just ride it out and try to win some championships out there. Like it, it just don't make sense to jump to Houston. I think if he go to Houston or even the seventies, I don't see him winning this in, in, in Philly. I really don't. Um, but if to, to do that, or the Lakers, like what is he gonna do in L.A.? Like in, unless. He could get some other guys to go with him. I just don't see that happening. I, I, I just don't see that happening. I believe that, 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 that LeBron stays in Cleveland, man. I really do. I got a situation, y'all. You see, I'm 30 years old, and I'm trying to, like, stay relevant, but not, like, to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to clothes, like, I don't want to be the like, – like, it's like now baggy pants – like I mean, they've been tacky, so but now I'm trying to like, you know, do something a little different. Like all my pants, like I ain't tight, but they ain't like baggy. But now I got like these pants. I, I bought like they're not ball mains, but they like biker like denim pants type pants. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how I feel about them because they are 36, 34, but. I don't, like, they fit funny as fuck. Like, I, I came up in an era where you wear basketball shorts under your pants. I still wear basketball shorts under my pants. I feel naked without my basketball shorts. You know, because back in the day, you never know when it was time to hoop. You might run into an open gym or somebody might be hooping in the backyard. You didn't want to hoop in your jabos. So, you you know, you had your hooping shit. You had some hooping shorts and another t-shirt on under your outfits. You was ready to hoop. And I low-key still live by those principles, even though I don't hoop no more because I'm scared I'm going to blow out a knee. <laughs> I'm too old to be fucking the ACL up. I can't go. But, like, shit. I, I still like the... But with these pants, you can't wear them. And, like, I like I was like... I, I tried these pants on, like, four times, and I wore them with, like, different crew necks and different T-shirts and shit. And I don't know how comfortable I am. Like, I, I, I think I got to go shoe shopping, like, to get the right shoe. But... Like, I don't know. Like, I'm used to a certain fit. Like, these pants, like, they tight. Like, <laughs> to me, they tight, but they, like, regular fitted. Like, this how the, that's how the niggas wear their jeans. I'm, like, 6'3". I'm, like, 6'3", 208 or some shit. Like, 
Like, I don't know how I feel about that, B. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, I guess I just got to wear them one day and see how comfortable I am in them. But uh, I don't know. Like, it's hard. Like, like, I'm 30, so I'm, like, trying to, like, stay in the mix a little bit. Like, I don't want to, like, just fall way out there. Like, oh, this nigga, he just a dad now. Like, one of them soccer dad-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to become that. So I'm trying to, like, I tried to, like, spice it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? With the clothes on the clothes side. Like, I be, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I got some PIPs, some trues and shit. But I ain't really, and I had, like, two pairs of little biker cut jeans. But they was, like, they fit a little better than, like, I don't want to say they fit a little better. It's, oh, I guess time's just changing. Like, why are they making the pants so tight? Like, I was, like, looking at other celebrities in their jeans. I'm, like, typing in Meek Mill in Balmain. Like, I, I'm really, I'm, like, I'm, like I said, I'm 6'3", so I'm typing, like, all the tall-ass rappers to see how they jeans is. Like, what the fuck going, like, why is the pants so tight? I don't know how comfortable I am with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see, man. I get, like, like I'm, like, because you know, like, if you if you go around your boys, you know what I'm saying? And you got on some <laughs> some shit, they go, they going to get you, you know? So, man, I don't know. I, I got to really, I don't know, man. I might end up giving these pants away because <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I am in these, man. Um, If y'all haven't heard, like, Chief Keith, I guess he dropped the leak fourth with a whole bunch of throwaways from 2013 and 2014. Um, they all sound like a bunch of throwaways. Uh, and like he could have left, so he could have left this shit. Like he could have left him in thirteen or fourteen. Like I feel like this. It, like Chick Keep got so much time on his hands, and like he in L.A., he living a decent life. Like why aren't you putting out better music? Like you should be putting out music every week. Like I wonder who is really managing Chief Keep or who is really in Chief Chief Keep's corner. He still got like a cult like following in Chicago. Like he could. I don't know how I don't know how his merch game is as far as t-shirts and, and, and hats and scullies and hoodies and shit like that. But Chief Keith could really be an entity like even on the West Coast, like he should be doing shows and like his small venues, like have hella records and shit. Like he could even like commercialish dumb as shit down to where it's not so rah-rah, but it's still got that 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 base. It could still be rah-rah, but just not as violent as he was when he was doing the Chirac shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just talking in, in, off the strength of him making money. But like I said, like he should have more work. And at, at this point, it's the same question I asked about Louie, and I'm gonna get to Louie in a minute. But is Keith is Keith washed, man? Is he a product of the Yes Man cancer? Because it's like, like I said, he's Keith is a legend. He put he put Chicago on fire in 2012. Coat like following. Chief Keith will always be a legend. He. He's a legend. He, if, if, if they announced the Chief Keep was doing a show in Chicago at the UIC Pavilion, I guarantee that that shit sells out. But I, I want to hear better, more from Keith. And I'm not asking him to be on some lyrical Nas type shit. I just want to hear better music from him. Be Keith. Do you. But I want to hear better. I want to see growth. I want to, like, like, come on, man. Like, man, Keith. I, I wish, like, this is the type of, this is why I wish I could meet these niggas. I, I tell this shit to their ass. Like, man, you know? Um, but yeah, I I didn't I, I like one song. It was called Rose. Like that was it. Like, I think it had fourteen songs on there, fifteen, sixteen songs. I like one song. It was called Rose. That was it. The rest of them was like just okay, you know. 
Like Chief Key, I never was like a big Chief Keep guy. I like the I like Don't Like and I like Finito. Those songs was decent. You know what I'm saying? But I never like just sat and vibed out to a whole Keep project. But yeah, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this guy named Lil Zan. Um, he's named after the sleeping pill, you know, fuckhead. But he, he made some statements about Tupac saying he's he's boring. Um, and uh, Waka Flocka was pissed off. He took it to uh, not Instagram, took it to Twitter, and he made a series of tweets and and basically saying that uh, Lil Zan is 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 banned from hip hop because he don't got no respect for our elders and, and for the guys that came before us. And T sign, I said T pan T sign, and T I co signed for him. You know, but I, I think this—I think this is where we get lost at with this hip hop shit. Every everybody is gonna be entitled to their opinion, okay? Everybody gonna be entitled to their opinion, and we can't expect these little niggas, these 15, 16, 17 year old rapping ass niggas, to get the impact of Tupac. Like these niggas was born in two thousand in the two in the millennial. They was born in the millennial. That's before their time. That's like asking a nigga born in 87 to like uh, really understand what was going on in the 70s. They're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? They only going to know what's what's going on with them right now. They only going to understand what they seen. And what they seen for the last 10 years is 50 Cent, Jay-Z, Nelly. Like this is who they know. They never really got to know Tupac. Now, is it? I feel like everybody should be subjected to their own opinion. Like, if you think Pac born, that's your opinion. But we can't knock the guy. Like, if he said, oh, Tupac was a, Tupac can't rap. He didn't say Tupac can't rap. He just said he was born. Is Tupac born? I don't think Tupac was born. Tupac was, was, was he was dope. Like, Tupac kept that energy. But that's, that's Lizanne's opinion. You know what I'm saying? But I, I believe that, you know, Flocka was, was, was just at, he was standing, he was like being the voice on like the elder side of things. It's, it's, it's some shit like you just don't say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But me and my guys, we joke about Pac all the time. We always like, we talk about him saying Hennessy and memories and sliding on his enemies all the time. Like, I mean, it's, it's his music. We're supposed to have fun with it, right? Um, I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I think, I think, I think Flocka took that little too. I think what us old heads do is we look. We, we we got too 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 high expectations for these little niggas. We need to just end all expectations. You know what I'm saying? And we like to like we gravitate to them saying stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit that wouldn't even bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like who cares? You know? Do you think pop born? You think pop born? Uh, salute to my man's boy Illinois. He had uh I don't know if y'all remember like when I first started this podcast round. Um. Valentine's Day week, I did a review of Wendy, um, and um, yeah, uh, he he performed on Wendy City Live. Uh, that's a, a show. What's that on Channel Nine? What channel is Wendy City Live on? Seven or five? Channel Five or NBC? I don't know, but it's a it's a really uh, good show out in Chicago. Really a good daytime show out in Chicago. He performed. He performed dancing like Diddy. Um, oh, I'm keep it real. The performance was dope. Outfit like his old like he always been a dope dresser. Like you know that's his shit. He had on a dashiki and shit. You know what I'm saying? Wardrobe was dope, but I don't like dancing like. I'm sorry, I don't like that song. I don't want to dance like Diddy. Like I I feel I like run around. He should have went on fucking Wendy City and did run around. 
I like, I love that song. That song cold. That's some real shit. Run around. Boy, Illinois, let me direct Run Around, man. Let me write a treatment for Run Around. But yeah, he could have did Run Around or he could have did King Me with Chatulani. But I, I don't think he wanted did, he would have did King Me with him because Chatulani would have been on stage. Stop his name of doctor, where that be? Oh. He would have been on that motherfucker going crazy on that bitch. Would have knocked Boy, Illinois off the damn stage and shit. <laughs> Y'all ain't never seen Chatulani perform, man. Hella nigga be T. But no. Big us to Boy Illinois for getting that set, man. Big us to Boy Illinois getting that set. And he said his price is going up. So all y'all rapping ass niggas that need a damn um feature, y'all better be ready to pay that pay that bag, man. You know? And I, I'm saying rapping ass niggas like I don't rap. I'm really thinking about drop putting the mic down, y'all. Like I I know I'm, I'm po- I, I know I said that I'm 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 dropping, you know, this 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 mixtape of songs that I that I've been had stored for like the last three four years and prior to my second mixtape i got hella songs that i have not released that get mixed and i got a lot of shit that i wrote that i have not even recorded yet and the, i'm gonna say this the most frustrating process of having hella music and you just keep it because like because you want to release it the right way people repeat what you like i had a song and the hook was like i had your bitch on the regular i had your bitch on the cellular Got to work off the top like a wrestler. Got to work off the scale like a metroton. And then, like, I hear Migos song. They talking about they, they hit the bitch on the regular and on the cellular and shit. And I'm like, God damn it, man. I can't have shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm listening to a Rick Ross song. And I wrote this song, like, before he dropped the fucking Idols Become Right. Like, he, before he dropped the Rather You Than Me, whatever the fuck the name of the uh, album was that he just put out. And, um... And he said some shit on there, and I'm like, damn, I can't have no bars to myself. It's just like that. And it's just like my cousin be telling me, that's why you got to release your shit, bro. You hold on to your shit too much. You ain't Dr. Dre. And we, like, that motherfuckers, but we make jokes about my shit. We call it the detox, because, I, I, like, it's taking me too. Like, I've made, it, the, the tape so fucking old. The music is so, <laughs> so fucking old. I got a, I got a reference to Jimmy Butler playing for the Bulls. <laughs> like, it's... That's a song I wrote like 2014. Like I'm, I, I still plan on releasing that. But after I release this tape, man, I think I'm done. I don't got shit because rap is a young man's sport. I'm eight. I'm 30. Like I don't got time to be competing with all you young fucks. Like it. Like all, and then rappers is really weird, b. Like it. Like it, the rappers are weird, man. Like it, it's really hard to like really build with other rappers and shit. Like they like. Rappers are weird niggas. They pick and choose who they want to do songs with. They pick and choose what songs they do. And it's real cloudy. It's like a real popularity. Oh, I like him. How many followers you got? Shit. And, I, and I, that's why I think I'm out of it. And then I got my son and shit. Like, I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I still will do it at, for a trade because I love making music. I love creating. You know what I'm saying? The studio process is, is, is it's a unique experience to create your own shit. Like, it ain't nothing like pulling up to your job, bumping your own shit, and then you get out the car, and then one of your, your coworkers asks you what you're listening to. And then you tell them it's you, and then they look all shocked and shit. Like, that's the best, that's the dopest feeling in the world, B. Like, if you ain't never experienced that feeling, man, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's a unique feeling. Only certain people can experience that. You pull up to work bumping your own shit. What the fuck y'all know about that shit? But yeah, man, I think I might, I think I might be putting the mic up, man. Or let's say... In the pursuit of trying to be signed, uh, uh, and let's keep it real. I, I have not really been trying to be signed. 
I haven't. Like, I, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even trying to be saying. I just, I just enjoy the process and the thought of getting to getting some type of situation. But it, it, it takes so much, like, to be on in this rap shit, it's like you got to give 100% to that shit. Like, 100% to it. But if you ain't going to give 100% to it, then it's like, you fucked. Like you, like you can't go to work for eight hours and then go home and like, it's like it's like a it's a grind, g like a like a seven day a week, twenty four hour a day grind to be a, a, a to be a rapper or to be to make money from that shit. You know what I'm saying? So man, salute to all my people still chasing the dream, but I'm getting tired. It ain't like I ain't that passionate about the music no more. I fuck with the music, but you know, I know y'all don't give a fuck about my rap dreams. Let me move on, man. The boy FBG Duck with that with, the, with that little the song slide he got, man. That shit hitting, that, that shit doing numbers on the internet. Five point three million views, b. Now they are kind that people saying it, that a lot of those views pay for. Now I don't really give a fuck if they pay for it or not. I feel like do what you need to do. I don't think a lot. I don't think all those views pay for. I think I don't know. I believe that they genuine views. The song is is catchy. You know what I'm saying, but. Yeah, he got 503 views, 500 million, 5.3 million views, you know. And and I I think that the pay the pay views, I, I feel like if that's the route you want to take, take it. But the thing with my thing with views is this: how come we so caught up on views? Like if a nigga send you his music or send you his podcast, first thing one fuckers want to see is the views or the, or the listens. Like why you just can't listen to the music? Like that's the first thing people look at. Like oh, how many views he got? Or you send him a video on YouTube, how many views he got? Oh, he only got 100 views? I'm not looking at that shit. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, why are we so numbers driven? Like, somebody asked me about my podcast. I'm like, yo, yeah, I started a podcast. She's like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, how many how many listens have you got? And I'm like, why is that important? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, well, that's not a lot of listens. I'm like, well, it's not about the listens. I'm, I'm doing it because, you know what I'm saying? I enjoy doing this shit. Like, let me be, let me be great. You know, well, oh, okay, that's that's nice. Like, stupid bitch. So I don't tell you shit. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. But yeah, it's like, why are we so numbers driven? Like, why does it take, like, how do you think people are going to support something or even listen or watch if it don't, like, it start? It got to start with somebody. Like, you watch it and then you tell the next person and they watch it and they tell the next person and then it just go down like that. But, you know, nobody wants to see the next person. Whenever you're doing some shit that don't nobody understand, don't nobody want to see the next person win. So I don't really got a problem with paid views. Do what you got to do. Pay for the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I, I never took that route. And I don't think I'll ever will. But salute to F- FBG Duck for the five point million views, man. That's a lot of views. Um, I almost did a song with Duck. He was trying. How much Duck was trying to charge? I think Duck was trying to charge me what six hundred or some crazy shit. He's charging like six hundred. 600, like 250 for a hook or some crazy shit. And I just, I, I couldn't get Duck $600. <laughs> I, it, that, was, that, was, that was a little too much for me. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I just, I ain't, I ain't do it. But he was, a, he was a real dude for even acknowledging me and, you know what I'm saying, responding. But he was like, yeah, I'll do it. What the band? 600. I'm like, whoa. He's like, yeah, I, but I'll do a hook for 250. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But salute the, salute the, salute the Duck. My thing is this, like, I don't mind paying people, but let's be reasonable. Like we ain't nobody got no real situations going on, so let's 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 give out different numbers. You know what I'm saying? I like if people ask me to do a song, I feel like I give them a decent number because I know what I'm gonna bring. 
Nobody should be charging no more than $300. If you ain't got no record deal or distribution deal, like you can't like put this on a platform for a motherfucker for it to get millions of views, you shouldn't be charging no more than $300. That's just my, that's just me. But I can't tell nobody what they worth, what they worth is, I should say. Um, I checked out Jeremiah new mixtape. It's called uh, Chocolate Box. Um, it was it was okay. Yeah, four four songs on there. A uh, little EP. I like uh, you got a song on there called SMTS. I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all try to guess what SMTS mean. Did y'all guess it yet? Nah, y'all didn't. The the song means suck me to sleep, me. Yeah, suck me to sleep. I've never been sucked to sleep before, and I love to experience that. Um, Jeremiah elaborates on being sucked to sleep on that and that 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 is a dope song for uh another song i fucked with was forever i'm ready and nympho um the production could have been better um yeah like I, I, I could tell he got like some dream influence going on with this shit right here you know it was solid but i, I guess since he ain't put nothing out since the uh late nights and um what europe in 2016 he put nothing out in two years so i guess he was like let me put some music out it seemed like some throwaways um, and if y'all ain't heard the late night in Europe, that's that, that's a pretty catchy rap, um, rap R and B type thing. Like I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I I liked fucking I liked late night. That it, it was released from um 2015. I just wish he would have put keep it moving on there. I, I think that was on a mixtape. But yeah, man, late night in Europe and that and um the chocolate box, it was decent. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting to hear more from um. I'm expecting to hear more from him. I'm expecting to hear more from him. Hopefully we hear more from Jeremiah. I I I, I even got into the YFN Lucy. He the uh what was the what was the shit called? Ray Ray from Summer Street or some shit? Whatever it was. I checked it out. Um and I've been real I don't really fuck with Lucy like that. But I I, I gave him a listen. And I, I, I kinda understand him. Pastor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, all that shit. Uh huh. Yeah, oh yeah. Like that's all he do. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the whole, the whole way through. Yeah. God damn. But I, I gotta say this about Lucy. He's talented. I can't listen to a, a, a whole twenty track EP from him though. You know, just uh huh. Yeah, I can't all that. No. Not 20 songs straight, but I understand it. I understand. Like, he got, like, that R&B rap Bryson Tiller thing. And it was fucked up is that that's, it looked like that's where rap is going. If you, it looked like if you can't sing, if you're not, a, like, an average singer, like, you ain't going to be able to rap now. Like, you got to, like, find a niche to create some type of harmony or have that bag to, uh, to bring in a decent singer. Because now it's like if you can't sing and rap, like, you cooked. Like you got niggas like Tory Lanez, you got YFN Lucy. Lucy is he a talented dude. He real talented, cause it take a lot of talent to go, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It, that that's like that take talent and the rap, the shit that he be rapping. Like that's talented. Like he's talented. Like this is this some shit that you that you could play on like a nice spring Saturday. You know, you pop one of them Jones, get you a cup of yak, and you ride down, make sure I drive, go to the lake or something with your girl. Like you can play this shit, like you you good. Hey, this the soundtrack of the day. You know what I'm saying? I fucked I, I fucked with this project. I really did. He got the uh, song called Too Much with Wale, uh, Boss Nigga with Offset, Street Kings with Meek Mill. And I've been kind of hard on Meek Mill, but I, I actually enjoyed his verse. I fuck with Meek Mill. I, I fuck with that verse, man. 
Free Meek Mill, man. Hard times. I fucked with that. I fucked with Come With Me featuring Dreezy. Man, let me tell you, man. I don't know if I saluted Dreezy a couple, any of my podcasts, but Dreezy, another chocolate drop. That Man, keep working out, baby. Keep working out. Take care of that chocolate skin. Dreezy is, woo. Man, I love me some Dreezy. Um, Keep Your Head Up featuring T.I. and When I'm Gone. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven songs. Seven songs out of 20, I think. That's decent. You can't beat that. I believe that the the, the I believe that it was too long. You know what I'm saying? I believe that it was too long. But again, I believe that these these artists are putting out longer shits so that they could get the streams. You know what I'm saying? And so so salute to uh to Lucy, man. Stay away from Wayne Daughter B. Uh, King Louis dropped some music. I know I was talking about Louis the other day. He finally dropped some shit. It, but it, it, it sounded like typical Louis. Narcissistic, catchy, clever ass. Louis, it sounded a little... Some of these songs sounded dated. Like the song called Line Ass, it was okay. But it sounded dated. But Mr. Johnson was catchy. And his bitch was typical Louis. I like Bleed Me. Bleed Me was decent. I like that song. But it's just typical Louis. Now, I, I guess... This is what we gonna get from Louis. Like this is who he is. This is who he's gonna be. Well, I wasn't really impressed with it, but I guess this this Louis. This is who he is. Like he, he's comfortable, and this is what he. This is what it is now. Like I, I'm starting to really understand it. But my thing is, is, this is the music you're gonna make. Make 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 it next level shit. You know what I'm saying? Like make it epic. Like do iconic shit. If this is who you're gonna be, like two chains is who he is, but he still can draw you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could draw you in. Like, Louis, you're not really drawing me in with this shit. Like, he really needs to tap into who Louis is. Like, he could build something with these these four songs. Like, really, like, reinvent himself. Or, or continue to build that bravado of who King Louis is. But these songs just not not impactful for me, man. Um, I don't, Like, I'm a big Sade fan. Like, I could, like, I could, I could roll me up some... On a nice rainy Saturday and listen to Sade. The, I keep crying for you. There's nothing like you and I, baby. This is no ordinary love. Shit go hard, bro. You listen to that during the thunderstorm and pour your girl some wine and, and, and light a cone or some shit. Guaranteed you're gonna get some pussy. Nigga, that ordinary love. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Sade got a new single out, um, produced by No ID, fellow Chicagoan. It's on that Flower of the Universe uh, soundtrack. It's introvert music to me. I fucked with it. That's like I said, you listen to that shit on a rainy, cloudy ass day on a Saturday when you ain't got shit to do. You just paid your rent and you just bought food and you got one hundred fifty dollars in your account and you got to sit your ass down somewhere and you just vibing and you, like you in one of them like introverted ass moves. And you just chilling. You on some smooth shit. You tired of the rah-rah shit. Hey, play that Sade, man. Uh, what the fuck the name of the song? I think the, the song is called Flower of the Universe. I'm tweaking. It came off the Wrinkle in Time soundtrack. I'm sorry. Yeah, the song is called Flower of the Universe. I fucks with Sade. That's the only reason why I'm telling Go fuck with that song. The song is dope, man. Light you something up, pull up something, man. Reflect on life and listen to that shit. Um... I think that's. I think I'm. I, I I think I'm done. I think I did everything. But last but not least, women. 
I want to talk to the ladies. Why is it such a double standard with men? Why can't we? Okay, y'all can go put on makeup. Y'all can wear extensions. Y'all can go get weeds. Y'all can do all these things. But us men, when we go get a Beijing or we go get y'all, I know y'all seen the Instagram pictures of the guys getting the headpieces. Like they, you, they bald and they and they getting the headpieces. But women, y'all give us a hard time for that. We get scrutinized for that. You know what I'm saying? And and I want to know why. Why is it a double standard when a man get a Beijing? We get talked about. But y'all could go wear weeds and shit. It's a double. That's a double standard. And I'm going to tell you another double standard, man. Another double standard is how come... Okay, I had a conversation with a young lady, right? And she was like, she don't like girls. I'm like, okay, you don't like girls. Okay, cool. So which one do you prefer? Male strippers or girl strippers? She said, oh, I would much rather watch a girl strip. And I said, so you would throw money at them and smack her ass and they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah. I would rather a girl strip, but I don't, I don't, I don't like girls. So I'm like, okay, so what if I told you, and this is hypothetically speaking, what if I told you, oh, oh, I don't like guys, but I prefer male strippers? Get the fuck out of here. Like, nigga, you, <laughs> like, that's the crazy, that's the most, that's the, like, that's a double standard at its highest. Like, what, I, there's no way around that. If you enjoy a girl stripper more than you enjoy a man stripper, you like girls, and there's nothing wrong with it, ladies. But if a man says, oh, I don't, I don't like girl strippers, I don't, but I'm not gay. But I, I can really can enjoy a nigga dancing. Like, get your gay ass out of here, nigga. So it's like, women, why is it a double standard with everything men do? How come y'all can complain about shit and, 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 and voice y'all opinion about certain things, but we us 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 men when we do it, we bitching or or or, or, or we on our period. It's just always a double standard with with y'all, man. But I I, I guess. I guess, man. And I, I, I just hope that we can, that at some point, we could, like, as, as men and women, that we could, like, fix this problem. Because, like, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just don't understand the double standard of that. And that's, that's, that's something that I'm going to need a woman co-host to really elaborate on. Like, I, I want to talk about that. The double standards that come in relationships with men and women. If a nigga get a Beijing, he get talked about. But when a girl get the hair extensions and wear the makeup, it's okay. But yeah, man. Um, I'm gone. Hopefully, y'all have a good week. Uh, Have a good weekend. Go ahead, kick it. Spend y'all checks up. I'm out. Talking on the